Welcome to the Manager Matt podcast show. The show is designed to give you solutions to your day-to-day management and leadership problems. It's hosted by Matthew Haddock, a frontline manager and leader with over 25 years of experience. If you're ready, then let's get on with the show. Hi, and welcome to the Manager Matt podcast show. This show is here to help you lead your team like you always wanted to with practical help and advice which will improve your management skills and get you the results you need. Make sure, if you haven't already, subscribe to the show so you'll never miss an episode and share it with anyone else you think might like it. Well, without delay, let's get on with this week's show. Hi and welcome to this week's show. And as you know, well depending on when you're listening to this, it's the most wonderful time of the year. No, it's not Christmas. It's the end of year reviews and the calibration time. That time when we all sit round an open fire, roast chestnuts and have a good laugh about the year that's just gone. No real aims, just a gathering. A festive catch-up at year end, if you like. No, of course, it's not. The idea of a performance system is to have a fair system that measures people on what they've delivered and how they've gone about delivering it. It's a good tool. And most businesses have them, and most businesses have an electronic system now to gather the info and give you deadlines on when things need to be done. At the moment, you're probably going through this. You've either had your end of years in regard to you've done it and filled it in against your goals, or it's coming up soon. A lot of them are going to be, as we know with the calendar, either the end of the year, December, or the start of the year into January. It's always good to get ahead of the game when you come to uh, end of year reviews. But what about the goals that are actually set? And how good are they? Well, guess what? I'm sure you already know this. As a leader, you set your direct goals. So they better be good, because obviously you've set them. I'm hoping that most of you will know the idea of a SMART goal. And it's got some tangibles in there that can be easily judged when it comes to the end of the year. The problem with some of the goals, they can be very, very either woolly and have very little to do with what the person's doing or very hard to measure. Or they can be very simple and something that actually shouldn't be really being a goal. But I don't want to go into too much detail about setting goals because that's for another cast. I just want to talk about how we actually start to assess them and rate them. Normally, when it comes to the end of this year, you will both have had a rating of your goals and put some sort of comments in. So your direct would have gone in, into the goals and said, I have been fully met in this goal because I've done X, Y and Z. Or I've exceeded this goal because I've done X, Y, and Z. And it's, you've probably done the same with your boss. Now, <clears throat> most systems are related to pay. Whatever you want to think about it, most of the systems are performance-related pay at this level. If not, you're in some other level which would be more uh, a bargaining with a union where everyone gets a flat rate. But when it comes to this way with goals, you're normally in some sort of performance-related pay. And guess what? Most people, when it comes to performance-related pay, will put down that they meet and exceed goals. I mean, why wouldn't they? Uh, It wouldn't make any sense if you're going to rate yourself to put down in a performance-related system that, nah, to be honest, didn't really bother with that goal. (laughs) Just thought, sod it, I'm not going to do it this year. So actually, boss, not really bothered, but I'm I'm sure that's fine with you. Obviously, it's not going to be fine with you. And of course, you should be rated these people through the year. So there is no surprises when it gets to the end. But we know people being people and jobs around us getting busy. Sometimes 
we don't do as well at rating people's goals through the year. So when it gets to the final bit and the system forces you, then you have to go through the process. So let's go through that process itself uh, and let's look at what you have to do. Well, firstly, when you come down to grading people, you've got to make sure that you've the idea of this performance-related pay doesn't affect the way you're measuring people. Now, we all know that their famous bell curve will come out. You should have people that are going to be at the bottom end, as in they've not done anything that's worthy of a rating this year, or they've not met, or they've semi-met, or partly met. You'll have a lot of people in the middle who've met, and met is good. You've set them the goals and they've done it. How can we moan at a manager? You can't moan, can you? You've set them the goals, they've gone and done it. Then you've got the other people at the other end, which are going to be ones who've exceeded. They've gone the farthest, you've really pushed them. You could argue you've not set a tough enough goal for them people, but let's be fair to them, they've had a great year, they've gone above and beyond all year through the year, they've done it. But what we have to do when we start to grade our directs is think about the biases that can come into play. And these are very, very easy to slip into. Because, as biases are, we all have a tendency to have them. I mean, the first one is the unconscious bias. Now, the term unconscious is very, very difficult because if you're not conscious and you're unconscious of it, how do you guard against not being it? But I suppose just talking about the fact that you could be biased starts to have that conversation, starts your brain thinking. You've got ones called like the halo effect. So ones you see as you're grading that person has been absolutely brilliant, there's a halo around them. Have they got a halo effect? And you've got to be aware of that as a bias. You've also got to look at the recent bias, and that can be good and bad. Remember, this is a yearly rating. You should have done a half year. I'm sure you did. But this is the year. So when you're talking about the recent bias, someone's absolutely smashed the last two months of the year. You can't let that sort of cloud the whole rest of the year. So they could have 10 months of doing nothing, but they know they're clever. The end of the year, um, the grades come in, the performance related come in, so I'm really going to go for it for the last two months. I'm not saying people are that cynical, but you've got to be aware of that bias. And on the reverse, some people can have an absolutely brilliant year, and unfortunately, for whatever reasons, it falls off at the end. You can't have that as a bias. So make sure you've got that. And of course, personal bias. You know, we, they always say birds of a feather flock together. You can have a personal bias around people around you who are in the same boat, come from the same background, maybe went to the same area. So you've got to make sure that these things are not uh, clouding your view and are not biasing it when you come to your end of years. Now, most of these systems will have a rating, usually a one to five. So, you know, your, your one is not met anything and your five is absolutely exceeded it. And remember, if you're in the middle, that's fine. You know, it is fine to be in fact, it's more than fine. It's good. You've met what you were expected to do. So let's do that. Of course, what we would remember is we're going to be having a process of regular one-to-ones. If you listen to my show, you should be having regular one-to-ones. So people will know if they are on the right track through the year, if the goals are being delivered. If not, then that's a failure of you as a manager not having those conversations. They're also going to be getting feedback, both good or bad, throughout the year. So again, you've got that idea of giving them feedback using the one-to-ones and making sure that they know on their goals that they are where they should be and if they have got anything about one they've got a plan in to correct if they are behind you've also got your half a year ratings so you should have had a half year one and as it says it's in the middle of the year so you should have already done that 
And we all know that things changes, there's new challenges as you go through, there's projects that happen in the year, and a lot of systems now can update as you go along. So it shouldn't be anything of a surprise if you get to the end and you've done that uh, right through the year, then people should be saying, right, okay, I know where I'm going to be, I should be meeting uh, around where I should be, or actually some of these I've not met. And of course, it's your discretion as a leader. There is sometimes things that really come out left field. Let's, let's face it, over the last two, three years, who would have said pandemics would have been a problem? And if some of your goals are around those pandemics and, and have been affected by the pandemic, if it's meet your team every week in person and you haven't had to be able to do that, then obviously, as a manager, you've got to take a pinch of salts. If there's stuff out of your control, and this sometimes bug me, is a, a lot of the, the way that we put goals down, and I've done it with my team, around KPIs that they can't sometimes really affect. And that can be difficult to hire up the organisation to go because you're responsible, uh, or the responsibilities are further down, but you're accountable for that results, and we're here to deliver results. So it can be hard to make sure that you are doing the right one, and at the end of year meeting, it is going to be around have they actually met whatever they could practically affect through the year. And if they have, you've got to give them their, their rating. You know, remember, working hard is not always the same as actually delivering results. You can have people working like Trojans, but actually, are they doing it in the right way? Are they doing it in the way that you need to do to make sure that you've got that finish? And, of course, the hows can be very easy to measure. You can see someone that's delivered. When it comes to the what's, that's a little bit more. You know, when you get to these what's, um, they can be more softer. And you've got to look out for this because you can say to someone, has he delivered that or has she delivered that? And you go, yes. But the way she went about it, you know, completely undermined the team, was against what we do as here at the business. Then really, is she or he in the right place for the culture? So when it comes to it, you've got your what's and your how's. Now, when it comes to pay planning, a lot of these uh, performance-related pays are going to be linked to pay planning. So let's make sure that we're grading people correctly because it's going to affect their pay. It's going to affect the bottom line. And the last thing you want to be doing is giving someone a downgrade which actually affects them in the wrong way when they could, you know, or had no choice in not delivering a certain ones. You can be less than black and white on some of these, but you've got to be consistent. Should be no surprises. So that's fine. And remember, think about the grid that you, you've probably all seen where you've got the idea of results versus the cultures. That's the what you're doing versus the hows. And of course, you've got to make sure that, you know, getting results is good things, but making sure that they get in the culture is also right. So if you've got someone who gets results and gets a culture, brilliant. They're in that top box. They need to be looking at promotions, looking for the next challenge. You know, that's fine. Now, the next one, maybe they miss results, but, you know, they, they don't get the culture. So again, that's an easy one. That's right at the bottom. That's going to be some of those people you really need to look at exiting. The others are a bit more harder because, you know, no results but gets culture. Can you develop and coach that person? So is that a box that you want to develop? And then this idea of gets results, but doesn't really get the culture. Now, that's a really tough one. A lot of people say, well, that person needs to go. Simple as that. But in changing organisation, in learning organisations, can you help that person move? Can you make them move from that box where they don't get the culture into the culture box? So therefore, you've got the promotion box. So again, more difficult. But if you look at the four box matrix, when you're working these things out, it can be a lot easier for you then to sort of understand how people are really being judged through the year. And like I say, as a leader, you've said it, so really there shouldn't be a lot of surprises when it comes to it, but also making sure that they've got their fair share, they've done it. You'll also have a chance of calibrating it, 
So whatever you've put in there, it's a good opportunity to sit down with your peers and discuss has a certain department done it the right way or has a certain manager delivered it the right way. I remember one organisation, um, I can't remember if it was technical or, or the finance, every one of their department exceeded. And that's quite rare for everyone in the department to exceed. There might be chances that you've had a really tough year and yes, they've all exceeded, but every year all exceeded. That just shows to me that the leader is either weak in what they're doing or not set really challenging goals and when you dig into it in a peer review to get that calibration right you normally as we say find that some of those people have not exceeded they're in the met or have dropped down because naturally using statistics you're always going to have a split of people who are going to be exceeding meeting and not meeting well thanks for listening as always i'm really keen to hear your thoughts on the show both good and bad so please send me your feedback as it's a gift to podcast at gmail.com. Answer all the emails myself and would love to engage on new topics or revisit some old ones. And one more thing, before you go, remember, whatever you learnt today, put it into action. Well, that's it for Manager Matt this week. Thanks for listening. Goodbye. Thank you so much for listening to this Manager Matt podcast. We hope you found it interesting, helpful and actionable. One last thing, please leave a quick review on iTunes or with your podcast provider as it helps to spread the word of Manager Matt. If you haven't already done so, please subscribe to the podcast. And if you did like anything in particular, send an email to managermattpodcast at gmail.com or visit managermatt.co.uk for more content. Feedback is a gift, so let's keep giving. See you next week. <laughs>